Grab a coffee, smoothie, or cocktail, whatever you're feeling that's legal, and let's delve into the millennial state of mind. up millennials and welcome back to the millennial state of mind podcast it's your girl sierra it's been a while since i've recorded my first episode of msom but i'm so blessed and excited to say that it's because i've been super busy i've been working and going to school from home so it's been kind of crazy and so i last minute decided to kind of take a leap of faith and go for something i wanted which was to go to grad school yes i'm old enough to be getting a master's degree i know i look young if you've ever seen me in real life or on instagram anyways more on that later i can do a whole episode about my journey and all the things related to grad school if there's any questions or interests about that. But I just wanted to let my millennial state of mind family know where I've been and why I've been missing in action. All right, so let's get into episode number two. All right, so today we're going to be talking about working from home and going to school from home. We know this year has been unlike any other, and there have been so many changes for all of us, and all of our norms are completely different now. And if you've been like me, you've been working from home and going to school now for a few months. And let me tell you, while I'm extremely grateful I get to work from home and go to school from home, it's been an adjustment for sure. I mean, the first few months felt nice just to take a break from like the daily meetings, small talk with coworkers, and that long commute. But now these are the things that I'm kind of missing. It's kind of weird to be pulled out of your norm and what you're used to doing, but we're starting to adjust, right? And even though my boss likes to have Zoom meetings a few days out of the week, the Zoom fatigue is kind of getting real. It's really hard not to have that face-to-face interaction. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, I also went back to school, so now I'm going for my master's degree, and let me tell you again, the Zoom fatigue is so real. I legit stare at a screen for hours with school and work, and if I want to relax or something and I want to watch like a YouTube video, then it's like I'm watching a screen all day. And I can't believe that I literally sit sometimes and go from a computer screen doing work to my TV screen. So if you're feeling a little over this whole work from home thing, going to school from home thing for whatever reason, you are not alone and it's totally okay to feel this way. Humans are meant to socialize and get outside of their four walls of their room, office, apartment, house, whatever you got going on and explore the world and talk to other people. Unfortunately, we can't quite do all those things in the same manner, but hey, we're humans. We're the most creative beings on the planet, so we can figure out a way to get through this, especially with some tips from your girl C, aka me. (laughs) So yes, I'm about to give you a few tips and tricks that I use and drop some knowledge on you. I mean, you probably already know a lot of these things, but just kind of remind you and put this in the forefront of your head. If you are working from home or if you are going to school from home, just things you can do to help the experience feel better so that it doesn't feel like something is completely out of your control or that you can't manage what you're doing at home. Uh, Before I get started though with giving you guys some tips and tricks, please remember that I'm learning too and these are all just my personal tips that I personally found helpful and want to implement in my everyday life just to better my whole work from home and going to school from home experience. Uh, But I'd love to hear from you guys if you have any different tips that you found helpful and that you'd like to share. I definitely want to hear if you have any other knowledge and information that I could use in my everyday life and we can share with the Millennial State of Mind family. So feel free to drop some of your wisdom and tips on the Millennial State of Mind's Instagram at podcast, And I'll leave the at in the description below. We're a family here, right? So we're learning, growing, and thriving together us millennials and my Gen Z babies. All right, so let me proceed to give you what you need. That's a big reference in case you're curious. (laughs) And let's go ahead and get into it. All right, so these tips can be applied to whether you're working from home or going to school from home. So let's begin with number one, of course. 
my first recommendation is to create a space designated for you to do your work at. So whether you're actually doing like real work for a job or you're doing work for school, uh, you definitely want to organize a space that's just meant for you to do your work. You want to make sure that you have all the things that you need, whether it's your notebooks, laptop, all of that to keep it organized. Make sure you have your pencils. I personally had kind of like a designated desk when I first started working from home and going to school from home where I have like a computer monitor and I have my laptop, and some pens and pencils and a cute little case and then I have a little organizer for all my notebooks and things like that. By having a designated space you're able to kind of just separate the fact that you're doing work (laughs) or a school project or just you know whatever relates to school. Separate it from your bed, your space at home. You can kind of try to create a vibe for yourself that you're at work, you're at school and that's the time that you got to work hard and then once you get out of that little bubble of your designated space then you know that you're out and you're, you know, free from all the work and school-related things. So I definitely recommend having a space designated to just those things, trying to make it cute, whatever your vibe is. Make sure that your personality is still shown into it because you're going to be there every single day. It's going to be the same space. You definitely want to make sure it's as comfy, cozy, and as personable as you like it. All right, so my second tip is to wake up at the same time every day and wake up early as if you're actually going to work or school and so that may not sound as fun because you're like I'm at home I can literally wake up 10 minutes before I have to start work or 10 minutes before I have to go to lecture and as nice as that is sometimes it kind of just like throws you off for the day I don't know about you guys but for me if I wake up right before my class or right before work then I just feel kind of groggy like I have to rush through about my morning and get started right away which is just not something that I personally want to do all the time it's definitely gonna happen and sometimes like I just I'm not feeling it like let's be honest I don't want to wake up super early but I have tried to make an effort to wake up earlier than my class at least like an hour before my class and wake up at the same time every day during the week and so kind of going along with this for number two is number three which is to establish a morning routine so before we had to work from home and go to school from home everyone kind of had their own routine whatever that was you know obviously looks different for each person but you woke up at a certain time you did certain things in the morning before you would go off to work or go off to school and i recommend trying to keep that same routine even if it has to look a little bit different because you're at home the entire time. But make sure that you give yourself that dedicated time to just kind of wake up, ease into your day, do your favorite things, whether that's, you know, working out in the morning, reading a book. You don't want to really like check your phone that much, but if you do check your phone, I mean, that's normal. That's the age and world that we live in. You know, give yourself some time to kind of get up, ease into your day, wake up and get alert before you get started with everything. So my fourth tip is to change out of your PJs, change out of those three-day-old clothes that you've been wearing (laughs) repeatedly shower and get ready this is like the biggest tip that I can give on top of waking up early because this is all gonna take time especially if you're gonna do this before work or before school but it's really really helpful it's so easy to just kind of like bum around in the same clothes or same version of clothes that you've been wearing for the past few months but that's not gonna really do you any good in providing that separation of like work and school versus I'm at home chilling and my day is over so I definitely recommend getting into some fresh clothes showering getting grossness off of you and feeling refreshed and clean and I recommend actually like trying to get ready you don't have to do this every single day but I do really enjoy getting ready doing my hair maybe not doing like a full face makeup I mean if you're not into makeup obviously you don't have to wear makeup but I like to do a little bit of like lip gloss and stuff like that get like a nice shirt on pants can be kind of whatever but if you're really needing some motivation I recommend putting on some pants even if it's just jeans something different than some sweatpants so you can kind of just get into the vibe of the day and the whole idea of it is just that when 
and you look good, you feel good, and you'll do good. So I definitely recommend this, especially if you're kind of feeling down or just over working from home or going to school from home. Plus, if you ever have any Zoom meetings or anything like that, you'll definitely look bomb <laughs> during the meeting. So if you want to look good for those, I totally recommend doing this. So my fifth tip is kind of in line with that whole establish a morning routine, but it's to actually make breakfast, coffee, or just something quick that you can eat, have a little treat in the morning. I find that really helpful just because it kind of gets my day started. I have something that satiates me, makes me feel good, full, all of that. And coffee is just kind of like a nice treat, especially if you kind of spice it up with a little bit of creamer that might be like pumpkin creamer, that's what I've been doing lately, or whipped cream, something like that. Obviously, if you're trying to be health conscious during this time, you don't want to have that every single day especially the whipped cream but I feel like it's good to treat yourself I mean it's kind of just a hard time right now and we still have to go through the motions of going through work in school so we want to make it as enjoyable as possible so I recommend just trying to have that nice coffee hot chocolate tea whatever you're feeling and also making a good breakfast if you're not the biggest breakfast person which I'm not really I don't tend to eat right at the very beginning of the morning but if you are a breakfast person I recommend making a good breakfast it doesn't have to be something super heavy or super big and elaborate like it's the weekend and you're making some pancake breakfast just something that you know you like and that you can easily make and if you're not super into breakfast you don't have to eat it right at breakfast time but once you feel yourself getting a little bit hungry maybe have something quick that you can easily just whip up and you can have that along with your coffee later in the morning all right so my sixth tip is to actually take a lunch break it's really 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 easy since we're working from home and going to school from home to just kind of let the day go by and you're just working super hard and you don't realize that you skipped lunch and you skipped everything in between that you could have done go for a walk all of that and now it's dinner time or it's dark outside and so that's why my sixth tip is to actually take that lunch break i recommend it i'm not always the best with it just because sometimes you get so busy and you really just want to make a good dent in your work and i totally get that but for your whole mental health sake it's just really important to take a break that's why they give you a break <laughs> i can guarantee you that not everyone sitting there waiting and looking at their email some people might be i don't know the logistics of your job or school but i think it's really good to just take that break to eat if you're hungry go for a walk if you need to if you need to run an errand really quick if you need to take a nap this is your time to just take that little bit of a break because it, the work and things like that are always going to be there and you need to take care of yourself at some point and make sure that you're prioritizing your needs. My seventh tip is to set an agenda. So you need to plan how you're going to do stuff and how you're going to get it done. You don't want your whole entire day to be chock full of work unless you know you're that busy, you have that many projects and assignments and stuff going on that you need to just knock it all out. But I have found that if you set an agenda and you just kind of have a list of things that you need to do each day, it really just helps even if you just take a piece of paper that's like my favorite thing to do I like rip out a piece of paper from my notebook and write out different things I need to do day by day and I have found that it's just super helpful to kind of have that check off list and I know what I have to get done right then and there for this day or what I can kind of push off for the next day but I can still get things done in a timely manner so the whole thing is just to prioritize your time because you don't want to be doing work all the time if you don't have to but you still want to be productive and get things done Okay, going along with that is the eighth tip, which is to take breaks and pace out your day. So again, if you kind of are strategic in how you plan out your day, you should be able to take a couple of breaks. I'm not always good at this. Sometimes things just come up and you can't like 
schedule a break every single time but if you realize you're getting good progress on an assignment on a work project and you're going to be done soon either push through so you can get it done earlier or if you just need a break you can't think of the next sentence you want to write for your paper you can't think of the next project for work that you want to like tackle sometimes it's good to just take a break and reset this is kind of related to taking a lunch break but obviously these breaks shouldn't be as long so if you just need a minute to kind of like go outside and just take a deep breath go grab a coffee really quick and come back i think those are really helpful to do throughout the day because it just breaks up your day so that not everything is the same and again for your mental health sake you need a break you can't be staring at a screen the entire day so my ninth tip is to plan virtual lunches with your coworkers and boss or your classmates teachers however your dynamics are whether you're working from home or going to school and this can kind of be a little bit awkward i'm not gonna lie it kind of depends on your office climate and if they allow it and if you get along with your coworkers and your classmates uh, everyone's situation is definitely different but i have found that this is like pretty nice I don't always want to have lunch with my coworkers and boss since I already see them, you know, a good amount of times throughout the day. But it has been really nice to kind of have these informal lunches where I get to talk to my coworkers and my boss and kind of learn more about them, things that I haven't learned before, and kind of see that, you know, my boss likes to talk to us and she needs interaction too and she wants to get to know more about us. And so I feel like this can be really helpful, not only again for your mental health, but then to kind of like help other people get through this time and it can really benefit you. You might learn something new about your boss that you didn't know or your coworkers, and build a relationship that way that you never thought you would have <laughs> because usually you're so busy you're not taking that time to get to know one another and this is really similar and probably a little bit easier to do with your classmates and stuff especially if you're like in college or high school whatever or grad school like me a couple of the girls in my program are super great at arranging all of these virtual meetings and they play games and they have like little different topics that they can discuss and kind of just hang out and get to know one another and it's just really really cool that people are able to take the time to just kind of de-stress we don't have to talk about class we're not competing with one another or anything we just want to get to know each other have fun try to do the things that we would have done had we been in person so I definitely recommend it even if you're not super close with your classmates or something if you have a good group of friends making sure that you arrange time to just do a virtual hangout and hang out with them play games talk about some of the things that you know you would normally talk about but you have to do it virtually it's unfortunate but it'll definitely really help kind of feel like there's still with you even though you guys might be far apart and can't see each other in person. My next tip is to set an end time for work and don't go over this time by no more than an hour. And I know this can be hard to do depending on what type of job you have, what industry you work in, how demanding your boss is, how demanding school is, what level of education you're at right now. It can be very hard to put down the work and say, I need to stop because you're so busy and you just have that much to do. But I have found that if I, you know, try to set this in my mind as a goal, but not, not something that I absolutely have to achieve all the time, but something that I want to strive to do more often than not, I'm able to achieve this. And it also helps me to be more productive during the day because I'm saying I don't want to work more than an, over an hour past this time. Again, this is just something that I found helpful because to me, it's really important to set some type of boundary for myself because I know I'll just keep working if I don't set this time for myself. I will work all day and never take a break really. Or, and then the next day I'm kind of just like out of it and I can't be productive the following day. So I think it's more about just knowing yourself, what you're willing to do, what you're not willing to do, what things you might need to set aside and say, I'm not gonna do this right now. I'm gonna come back to this later. Make sure that your boundaries are something that you preserve and that you set for yourself do it for yourself 
do it for your self-love, for your mental health, set your boundaries, make sure that they're clear. And this goes for not only with work and establishing boundaries with your coworkers and boss and saying, hey, I'm not responding to emails past this time or schoolwork. If you know you've worked on something for a very long time and you just can't think about it anymore, you're not getting anything more done. You're kind of hitting a wall. You're getting writer's block. writer's block it's probably helpful to just say hey I'm going to put this down right now and start over again either later that day or the next day and it's also important to set boundaries with whoever you're living with and your parents or people that might call you and text you and want your attention it's important to make sure that you set boundaries saying like I need this time to get my work done and the things I need to do so that I can hang out with you so that I can be with you so I can be happy when I'm with you because I know I've gotten my stuff done same thing with the whole texting and calling thing saying if someone calls you again not always the best at it because sometimes I'm just like I want to break and I just want to talk right now which is good too you know make sure if you need a break that you take that break but if you know you really need to get something done it's okay to just say hey I'm trying to work on something and this is really important that I get it done right now and I need to just call you back you have to set those boundaries you have to do that for you because it's important for where you want to get to in life and for you to maintain your strong work ethic whether it's with your job or in school So my 11th tip is to switch up your study space. I just want to recommend this, especially for students, anyone going to school from home, and this can apply if you're working from home too. Don't just study or do work in your bed. This is just, it's it's not okay. So this goes back to my first tip of setting up a designated study space, but it's also sometimes nice just to not sit in the exact same space every single day. So I definitely understand that draw to your bed, but you know when you're in your bed and you're productive for the first five, 10 minutes, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're not sitting upright on your headboard anymore. You're like slowly sinking down into your bed, you're on your pillow, and before you know it, you're kind of tired and all of a sudden you're really sleepy and you're like fine a few minutes before right that's why you don't want to do any studying or anything like that in your bed for a long period of time i recommend switching it up so if you can go to a different place in your apartment or house i recommend doing that if you want to try studying outside that's really nice to get some fresh air and if you have to leave your house if you go to a school university thing like that and they have their libraries open or a coffee shop i recommend going there too most places are taking precautions to have people socially distance while they're in the library or coffee shop but please make sure that you're wearing your mask you bring hand sanitizer all of those good things we still want to make sure that we take precautions because covid is real it's still here and we can't ignore our truth and our reality right now so my last tip my 12th tip of this entire podcast is to make time for the things that you love and this is for everyone this is for people working from home going to school from home just at home (laughs) Uh, you want to make sure that you set aside time in your day to do something that you enjoy whatever hobbies you have even if it's only for a few minutes or an hour just do something for yourself and take a break to do this one thing something that you just love to do find something new if you don't know what you like to do just try different things i love searching hobbies or something like on the internet and seeing if there's something new that i haven't tried or remembering back to when i was a kid and the things that i just love to do or just things i've been doing over the years that i know i enjoy and especially if you're a little bit younger and you're in college high school and you usually play sports you're on a sports team you're part of clubs or organizations i mean you know when you're older you're a part of these things too but i just kind of want to gear that towards my younger msom fam these are all things that you can still kind of do in some type of facet you can still go outside and maybe you can't play you know the contact sport that you want to play but if you play like volleyball or something you can still the ball around you can still practice playing tennis with someone one-on-one you're kind of spaced away and just make sure that you clean everything off and you're trying to be as safe as possible and socially distance and if you're part of clubs and organizations i know that they do a lot of like zoom calls and things like that 
that and just trying to still get things organized you can always play games over zoom set up trivia nights to still just kind of get to know other people you can still donate things to different organizations so don't think that you can't still do those same things in some other capacity again it might not look the same but if it's something that you enjoy you can always be creative and finding ways that you can still get back to that in some way <laughs> so definitely make time to do something that you love and don't forget that even though this time might be hard there's always something there that can kind of help you get through it and hopefully make things a little bit easier well those are my tips and tricks to hopefully help make working from home and going to school from home a little bit more enjoyable it can be hard and convenient or just not exactly how you want it to be living life right now i totally understand i totally feel for those you know trying to navigate life right now especially my high school seniors my college seniors my college freshmen anyone that is doing these big transitions anyone that's gotten a new job recently they're leaving a job trying to move on to a new job it's just very uncertain right now and things just aren't looking the same as they used to but we're all going to get through this together while we all have individual lives concerns etc we're all different you know we have to look at the positives and we can try to change what we can control you know we can't control things that we can't control but the things that we can change we should try to change and do better in but these are just some of my ideas so let's discuss i would love to hear from you and hear what your thoughts are and what you've been doing to get through this time so head over to the millennial state of mind podcast at millennial som podcast to discuss and share i'd love to hear from you guys all right well thank you for listening to me in today's episode i hope you all enjoyed and if you did please let me know by leaving a comment rating and subscribing to the millennial state of mind podcast i'd love to hear from you if you like to stay up to date with all our podcast news follow the millennial state of mind podcast on instagram and if you'd like to get to know more about me and check out my fashion instagram i'm at the cd edit again thanks for listening peace and love sierra (music) 